سلام خوش آمدید مرحبا اهلا و سهلا اناشنیکا خوانجامیدا سلام علیکم شراغلاد اولام بینبینیدوس زدرستوچی دبرو پاجالوچی هلو ویلکم تو آر پادکست دیالای افل سی لنگو So in Uzbekistan, uh, my, my dad is Uzbek, my mom is Russian, so I was I always had two languages in my in my family, um, uh, and then English was the another one I added to that. I don't know, it's just I always liked languages. Kamala Umarova is an instructor of Russian at DLI, but she's not from Russia. Her home is a place that's unfamiliar to most Westerners. She's from the nation of Uzbekistan. <laughs> Uh, well, I was born in the Tashkent, which is the capital of Uzbekistan. Um, it's uh, one of the former USSR republics. It's it's uh, mo- well, it's not a modern city, and architecture-wise, it has a lot of historical buildings. Uh, the city is 2,000 years old, uh, a lot of history there. The most recent leg of that history began in 1924. when the Soviet Union divided its territory of Turkmenistan into Uzbekistan and its modern-day regional neighbors. However, the newborn countries were still under control of the Soviet Union. Uzbekistan wouldn't become an independent nation until the collapse of the USSR in 1991. Before that, the Russian language was almost as widely taught in Uzbekistan as the Uzbek language, so Komola's family being bilingual wasn't unusual at that time. So mention of the USSR and the Russian language might leave you picturing vast snow-covered Siberian plains, but Uzbekistan has a different climate altogether. It's it's uh, down to the south, it's so Russia, Kazakhstan and then Uzbekistan down closer to south. So uh winter is kind of chilly, could snow, uh but it's really really hot in summer. Of course, as part of the USSR, Uzbekistan was similar to Russia in that the economy was government-controlled for much of Komola's childhood. That meant that rationing, shortages, and scarcity were daily facts of life. I remember when I was younger, we would have to go to the store and stand in a huge line to get uh, rice or flour. We would have to stay in, stand in line, and then we had little tickets to get, because if you don't have... Uh, they would tell you how, how many... How, how many kilos of each you could get. Yeah, it was, uh, it was time when we didn't like have uh, a, a lot of stuff. So it was kind of like ration. It's not like we were, uh, the people were hungry. It's just that it was difficult to find things. The country Kamola describes isn't so grim as you might believe, though. In listening to her recount her stories, it's not the drab economic backdrop that stands out. It's the vivid memories that play on it. One of the memories I have when I was around seven, and we were joking around, we didn't have uh, like butter. It was difficult to find butter, it was difficult to find chicken. And my dad was um, joking and to- told me, well, you should write to Gorbachev. I did. Uh, they sent a letter to Moscow, to Kremlin. Uh, a month later, uh, people you know, in, in suits show up, 
uh, ringing the door and then saying, uh, who's Kamola? Are you Kamola? And I was hiding behind my mom, I'm like, yeah, that's me. Did you write to Gorbachev? I'm like, yes, I did. They brought, they brought chicken, they brought uh, butter. It was fun. It was actually very, very interesting. <laughs> they told me never to do that again, but <laughs> it was interesting. The Soviet Union collapsed in the uh, 90s, right, in the early 90s, um, and that's when everything started to change. Uh, the biggest thing I remember, I guess, this was um, early 90s, uh, when we started finally uh, having uh, what the, we would call them the stores where you could buy things for do uh, for dollars, not, not the rubles, but the dollars, and it was... Uh, that's when we first tried yogurt. That was something that we'd never seen before and we did not know how to eat it. So uh, my dad uh, figured we would uh, freeze it. So we ate, <laughs> thought it was kind of like a, well, you know, it essentially was a frozen yogurt, uh, froyo. That's what we ate, but we loved it. Second thing I would say about Uzbekistan is people, I guess. Very, very um, friendly, and, and if you go, they will always uh, let you stay with them, like with the family, and make sure that you eat. That's very important. Um, and never let you go without empty-handed. They, they would make sure that you have something with, with you when you leave. There's a sort of uncomplicated satisfaction that shines through in Kamola's descriptions of her years in Uzbekistan. Universal human pleasures that anyone can appreciate. Food. Food. If you ever go there, go there for food, for sure. Uh, anything, well, fruit, of course. There's a lot of good, like everything that grows is really, really delicious, has a lot of taste. A lot of times immigrants would tell you here that, oh, fruit here is tasteless. I don't agree with it, but I do uh, agree that fruit over there is a little different taste-wise. Uh, kebabs, a lot of kebabs, pilaf with, with meat is on Uzbekistan, so a lot of good food. So uh, even bread is completely different there. In 2006, Kamola left her home with all its delicious food and caring people to go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and attend college. It was while she was looking for work after finishing her studies that Kamola joined the Army National Guard. It was an accident, honestly. I was looking for a job. Um, Right, how do you join the army by accident? Uh, I was looking for a job. I did not know what National Guard was, but I went there and I was surprised to see a, a man in a uniform. I was like, what? Oh, oh my God, that's what National Guard is. Okay. Uh, so he started talking to me about, you know, all the good things that I could have. Uh, and then he mentioned being a linguist, and I thought, oh, well, that'd be nice. I uh, came home, looked at the websites, learned about DLI, and I was like, well, that's California. I always wanted to be in California, and that would be a good reason. And so I went and signed up. Never regretted it. I wish I did it earlier, honestly. As with almost everyone who wants to become a military linguist, Kamola soon found herself at DLI. Uh, so I got here for Arabic. So in Pennsylvania Guard, I didn't. they didn't have a need for Russian linguists. So they said, well, you want to be a linguist, you need to be an Arabic linguist. And that makes sense, correct? <laughs> so I, I met a lot of Russian teachers here. 
when I was done with my school, went back to Pennsylvania, spent there maybe a, a couple of months, and then I realized, no, I want to be uh, in Monterey. I really liked it. So I started applying for jobs, moved over here, got a job. Thank God they opened. Uh, they started hiring Russian uh, teachers, so we got a job. Her time in America, both in the Guard and as an instructor at the Institute, has given Kamola a fresh perspective on her home. Maybe um, mostly it's me because I left and I see everything differently now. Um, people becoming more patriotic, like they, the entire time when I was a kid, that it was like everyone was looking at the, at the West uh, and kind of wanna, wanted to be like Americans. But nowadays, I feel like they're becoming more proud to be Uzbeks and Uzbek culture. That, that's a little different for me. People started recognizing more Uzbek culture, Uzbek identity, for sure. Um, less dependent on Russian uh, traditions. Since joining the faculty here at DLI, Kamola has enjoyed bringing the perspective of a former student to the classroom. I love my job. I like uh, interacting with students and my, my team members. But it's, it's nice to watch and learn something from my students, honestly. I love that I have this experience as a student myself here, so I can relate, and I think that my students appreciate that as well, that I can understand their struggle, not only my side, and I know what they need, what they're interested in, and what they like about this here. Even though Kamola had to leave behind a country rich in history and community and traditions, her journey led her to DLI, where her experiences have only enriched her classroom.